Welcome to the Skill Stadium, a podcast for the skilled trades, where you can learn about the opportunities and benefits of working in the skilled trades from business owners, hiring managers, and the hardworking, talented professionals. And now, your host, Keith Williams. This is Keith Williams with the Skill Stadium Podcast. I am excited tonight. Today's episode is all about the plumbing profession and what it takes to be successful and why it's one of the hottest trades out there. You wanna tune in because you're gonna learn and get some great advice from a professional who actually hires people and you'll learn what they are looking for. My guest today is a master plumber from Calgary, Alberta, that's in Canada. He's a third generation plumber and owner of Baker Plumbing Company. His grandfather started this company in 1956. He believes that your job gives you authority. Your behavior gives you respect. My guest is a father of five children. He lives on a farm and keeps goats. Please welcome Bob Baker to the Skill Stadium Podcast. Bob, how are you this evening? Keith, I'm fantastic. Delighted to be here. Excellent, excellent. And I got to... Say, Bob, I appreciate your patience. We, uh, we actually had a bit of a snafu. We, we got this podcast started all the way to the end, and I forgot to hit the record button. So, Bob, has been a great sport, and we're, we're going at this again. Honestly, I was really excited to have Bob because, Bob, you and I connected on LinkedIn. And yeah. I saw Bob was on a podcast for Miss Learnings, and I, I just admired, you know, I admire that company, that person who does that podcast, and I really admired what I saw with Bob. So I think I was a little excited, got started, and forgot to hit record. So, Bob. <laughs> it happens to all the ladies, Keith. Don't feel bad, man. Uh, it's okay. not the first time that uh, people have been Twitter-pated. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's a lesson I think I'll learn. I'm going to be a lot more, uh, pay a lot more attention to detail when I get started. So, so Bob. Um, Talk to me about the goats. You know, you live on a farm, you have some goats. Can you tell us how that experience has been? The farm experience has been absolutely out of this world. Uh, we've been at it for 20 years. And so we, the initial or why we did it was to give my kids something to do, something to uh, do over the summer, something to uh, wake up every morning with a job to do. And so it's sort of morphed into just the garden and, you know, a couple of dogs to goats and bees and chickens. And the goats have been just, it's been just great. The kids have enjoyed it. It's been a, been a rewarding experience for them and for us. And honestly, it's, you know, it's been, it hasn't been easy. There's been some unpleasantness to it, but really the results have uh, been spectacular, I would say. And uh, we're pretty proud of the farm as well. Definitely. I'll tell you something that's cool. I saw a video on LinkedIn where the goats were moving about and it reminded me of dogs. It's the first uh-huh. thing that jumped in my head. You know, I know they're goats, but that's kind of the first thing I thought about when I saw them jumping around. Yeah. So, when you get five or six or seven or eight of them all together, it's like a little rumble tumble king of the hill. They are spastic and, you know, they're just, I don't know what, I'll, what word to put on them. It's just, they're just, a joy to watch, fun to watch. Yeah, um, they're they're great. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, yeah. Bob, you know your father and your grandfather—they were plumbers. How did they prepare you? 
because that's a that's a wealth of knowledge. How did they prepare you and influence you to become the plumber that you are today? You know, I don't I don't think it was an intentional um, uh, process. I started, you know, my earliest memories are are riding the truck out and and uh, working for him. You know, from about eighth grade on, I spent every summer and probably every weekend working for my dad. And a lot of that time was simply just watching him work, handing him tools, watching the process and, you know, and seeing him work through a variety of circumstances and situations with inspectors and wholesalers and clients, both happy and unhappy, other contractors. And so it was just sort of a a learning by observation and absorption, I guess, where I find myself now in similar circumstances. And like you say, that just sort of gets played back. I can see that situation I was in watching my dad when I was 14 and, and, you know, be able to use that information in a, in a situation I am in right now and, you know, change it a bit to meet the existing circumstances. But it uh, really, it, like you, like you said, it's just a wealth, a treasure. Um, I, I don't know how you repeat that, but uh, I'm a tr- truly blessed to have spend so much time with them and be able to continue using that information every day and in the clientele that I serve and with my kids. And it's, it's awesome. Awesome. Speaking of, speaking of kids, are any of your kids following in your footsteps? Will they are. Generation of plumbers for bakers? Yeah. The fourth, the fourth generation is well underway. My oldest son just got his journeyman ticket in, in January. And my next oldest son is about halfway through. Awesome. So he'll, He'll have his in the next couple of years. So I think, uh, you know, uh, the Baker Generation 4 is is well looked after and, and on its way. So that's exciting stuff. Yeah, and I'm sure you're getting them ready. So <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm really mean to them. So <laughs> I told them if they can handle me, then they can handle anything that the world can throw at them. So Nice, nice, yeah. nice. Yeah. That's yeah. great to hear. Um, <laughs> I love hearing that. So talk to me about the skills and character traits it takes to be a successful plumber. How do you measure success? Uh, that's a, you know, that's a tough one. I would say uh, for me anyway, the most important characteristics are to be reliable, followed by probably some tenacity. You got to have good communication skills. You got to be able to express yourself positively well with without any profanity which i you know (laughs) is uh harder and harder to do these days for some of the kids uh you got to have some sympathy and empathy for the people that you work for most of them are in a a stressful situation they're unhappy with what's going on in their life at that particular moment and you are the answer to those problems so you know you got to have some ingenuity and some troubleshooting skills to provide the solution that they're looking for and be able to follow through with that and, and save the day and make their world a better place. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. We know that, you know, there's a skills gap now and it seems to be getting worse with, you know, a lot of workers retiring. How do we close this gap? How do we get more young people into the skill trades? You know, I really think that, you know, I know, know this is going to be your next question, but, you know, I really think that the presence and the information that we put out there on social media 
can really influence because that's where that's where all my kids are. That's where all their friends are. Is showing the the positive things that the that the trade world can bring to their lives. The problem solving abilities. The tr- the, the trade is just a marvelous place mm-hmm. to raise a family, to uh, provide for your family, to feel s- some um, success and value in your own life. I just, I mean, I'm clearly I'm biased, but I don't know if there's another place where every single day I can solve between eight and 12 problems mm-hmm. that people are del- so delighted that they'll pay me gobs of money to, to fix it for them and yeah. repeat it the next day. Yes. So the skills gap, like I say, I, Part of the problem that we find is that reliability is just tough to find, that tenacity, that ability to follow through when things are tough and, you know, uh, things are, it's, you know, it's bad news everywhere. It's an awful day and you're still being able to slog through that and show up the next morning and ready to tackle it again. That's what it, that's what the trade takes is uh, if you're going to be successful in that, it's not, you know, three days on and four days off, like firefighters mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's you know it's uh literally it's 365 days a year i mean i've worked on christmas day i've worked on my kids birthdays i've worked when you know it's inconvenient to work mm-hmm. um that's that's the gap that i see you know just to repeat what we talked about in our previous session mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. you know i my I sound like my dad, but, you know, I, the kids today just seem to be missing that, the grit that it takes to do it every day mm-hmm. and, and to do it well every day. Not mm-hmm. just show up, but to show up and participate and be part of the solution Definitely. is what, what, the, is what the, the, the trade takes. Any trade, for sure. And when people call you for a problem... It's an emergency. It's pretty serious. People are not just calling a plumber just no, uh, just for any old reason. That's something they want fixed right away. The interesting thing about how, the path that we've taken in the trade is we don't. I don't have a lot of scheduled work like we obviously do. Where when we replace boilers and so on and so forth, but every day we get four or five calls that are legit emergencies. Mm-hmm. Like, listen, how quickly can you be here? We'll be yes. there in thirty minutes. Right. And so with that, and you never know. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow at 11 o'clock. I have no idea. Yeah. I could be anywhere doing anything. Mm-hmm. And so you've got to be able to sort of navigate that, those paths, those rapids and do it successfully so that those people have the confidence to call you back on next Tuesday when they have another emergency, yeah. whatever that might be. Yeah. Definitely. So, yeah. you know, you, you took over this business in 94 before social media existed. Uh, your company has a strong social media presence. How has that affected your business? You know, Keith, it's been nothing but positive, really. I mean, there's a few haters out there and there's a few people that try and, you know, get under your skin to ruffle your feathers or whatever the case may be. But for 99% of our experiences have been just out of this world home runs. You know, I, I, we get to meet so many fantastic people. Part of my, you know, we talked about family. It's our family was super tight. You know, I didn't talk to a lot of other plumbers because I talked to them. If I, if I had a question, 
asked my grandpa or my dad. I didn't have to go to outside sources, right? So there wasn't a whole lot of interaction with your quote unquote competition. But with the social media game, like I'm talking to people the world over, Russia, Australia, South America, all over the United States, all over Canada. It's, you know, just fantastic to see and associate with like-minded professionals that are changing the world for the better. It's, you're not alone. Like I live in Calgary. I am not alone in my process of trying to do good in the world. There's lots, dozens and dozens of fantastic plumbers in Calgary, but you multiply that by a thousand and, you know, I've traveled to, you know, ex- not exotic places, but foreign places to to meet other plumbers and just honestly been blown away at how wonderful they are, how accommodating they are, how much we have in common. You know, this is my third or fourth or fifth podcast. And you know, it just I, you and I would never we would have never spoken ever in our whole lives mm-hmm. if it wasn't for social media and so those ties are real. And if you, you know, are truly yourself, I think it brings nothing but great things. And, uh, you know, you brush off the odd dude that's there to try and, you know, batter your ego, bruise your ego and carry on and just know who you are and what you do. And, and everything's great. It really is a wonderful, certainly on the Instagram world and LinkedIn world is just, it, I can't speak highly enough of it. I agree really. with you. Hundred percent, hundred percent, and I think also because you came up at a time like both you and I, when there wasn't any social media, like you already have good people skills, so yeah. this amplifies it. Just, just yeah. really increases your reach. So huge, huge benefit with the platform and social media, just increasing your reach and amplifying a skill set that you already have. Yeah, I agree. So, talk to me. What makes Baker Plumbing a great place to work? <laughs> <laughs> Putting you on the spot. I know, like you say. So uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursdays, it's a fantastic place to work. Awesome. Mondays and Fridays, it sucks. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm grumpy and I'm mean and I'm opinionated and uh, nobody can question how I want something done. You can ask my kids and anybody that's worked for me. That's exactly how it goes. Right. It's, you know, we love what we do. We are a dynamic company. We do lots of stuff well. Uh, that's one of our great strengths is we you know, do everything from drains to boilers to HVAC to air conditioning to you know, cross connections, septics, wells. There's nothing that we don't do. And, and that's it's based on my own background of working with my dad and my grandpa. They had, they had different skill sets and, and different focuses on, on the trade. And I was able to sort of glean what I wanted from all that stuff and then apply it into the business that we've set up today. And so, you know, if you work for Baker Plumbing, there's nothing you won't do. It gives you, if you spent five years with me, you would have a fantastic base for whatever you decided to do with the rest of your plumbing career, whether that was, you know, going into the service industry or the uh, residential or, new construction, or you wanted to go into wholesale, uh, the sales side of things, you know, you would have an understanding of what most of those plumbers walk in and ask you for advice on. So So the majority of your work, you would say is residential, commercial, where do you guys focus on? 
Most of our stuff is what we would call commercial service. So we do a lot of work with sort of the hospitality focused industries, arenas, casinos, hotels, restaurants, some of the retail, big box stores, that sort of thing. We sort of work in the in the guts of those buildings to make sure that they function properly and that from the guest experience, everything's fantastic. Behind that closed door where it says employees only, it's mayhem because we're fixing stuff so that you don't know anything's gone sideways. <laughs> so I would say you probably are looking for more seasoned employees who have some experience. Yeah, we have hired a few, you know, first years and a couple of guys with very little experience. That usually doesn't work out very well because it's kind of like taking a drink from a fire hose. Sure. There's a lot there's a lot of information going on. So we try and, uh, and hire someone that's got a couple of years experience under their belt so that they can walk into a, you know, 10,000 square foot mechanical room and know, have some idea of, you know, what the landmarks are and where they need to go to fix whatever problem that they're looking at. And if they have to reach out to me or one of our senior techs, then, you know, we can talk the vernacular of what's <laughs> what's going on at that particular moment, right? It's not that little thingamajiggy that's shaped like a, like a baseball. I'm like, yeah, dude, I don't know what that is. Tell me what the real name of it is type of thing. Yeah, understood, understood. <laughs> so, so Skill Stadium, we have a platform where we use video to match employers and job seekers. And the, the the goal, the objective of it is to make sure that you're bringing the right people in for interviews by having these people create video profiles. Could Is that something that could help you in determining which candidates to bring in for a job interview? I'd be curious on your feedback on being able to view video, uh, say like an elevator pitch or them doing work, uh, how that would help your hiring process. I mean, I think that's the way it's going. You know, it's so much more convenient. It's so much less time consuming to sit down for 15 minutes. You know, nobody's taking cat taxis or buses or driving to have a face-to-face meeting. You know, the beauty of the video, just like we're doing here, is if I ask you a question and you give me a blank stare, I know you have no idea. Yeah, if you go to a textbook and start reading, I still know you have no idea, but at least you know where to go look, mm-hmm. which is a positive. And, or if you can rattle it off like, a pro by looking at me in the eyes the entire time we're talking, then I'm like, yeah, that's somebody who's got the experience that we're looking for. Like I say, in the post-COVID world, which we sort of just jumped out of a couple of days ago, frankly, you guys are a couple of months out of it. Uh, that's how we did business really was through FaceTime and you know whatever software we use for um, for video chats, but it's, it's gonna be irreplaceable now that we're sort of past this COVID thing, and I don't think it's going anywhere. So I think you're, I think you've got the nail on the head there for sure. So as a business owner, the success of your organization depends on finding the right people. Please share your ideal employee. So if somebody's listening, what is your profile of the ideal employee for you that you'd want to hire looks like in terms of? You know, honestly, I think it's sort of just to circle back with what we talked about of what it takes to be a plumber. You know, we're looking for somebody that's reliable, that has some tenacity, that has, you know, some guts, that has some skill set, the plumbing trade itself, that's able to work alone and with people, that has some good community, that have good communication skills, that is sympathetic, empathetic to our customers, and is willing to stay the course until that problem is solved and 
And once that problem is solved, is ready to tackle the next one that's in the queue that somebody else is waiting for you to show up and save the day. So they can, you know, can, in, like I say, most of our stuff is business to business. And so if their, you know, bathrooms back up, they got to close, which means they ain't making any money. So we got to be there, Johnny, on the spot to keep yeah. things flowing and make sure everything's good so that they continue that revenue stream and there's no, you know, break in that cycle. Are you hiring now? We will be. Uh, like I say, we've just sort of come out of our uh, COVID thing literally yesterday and, uh, you know, things are picking up quickly and um, we'll be uh, looking for the, for some uh, qualified and quality individuals to, to help us be successful in our next phase of whatever the world brings our way. <laughs> Definitely. Final question. Can you share one lesson that you've learned that can help a new plumber coming into the business today? You know, I would say the probably the most important lesson is to be able to pivot, um, to be able to roll with some punches. The, like we've talked about today, the, the world is changing fast and we need to be able to, all of us, and particularly those that are coming into the trade, need to be able to um, um, have their head on a swivel and be able to see what's coming and deal with um, the challenges that are coming our way, uh, be able to solve those problems, be teachable, uh, manageable, open to that continuing education. You know, that's sort of my grandpa knew plumbing. And once he finished his, his uh, education, he was done. Like he, you know, finished his school in 1952, never went back, never opened another textbook. You know what I mean? And obviously the internet wasn't around. So he just, that was it. Mm-hmm. My dad was a little bit more like that. Like we've talked about today, there's new technology literally every day that affects our uh, trade, whether it's uh, in the equipment that we work on or the softwares that we use, the ability to never stop learning is uh, vital. Uh, I've said it before and I'll say it again, you know, you should learn something every damn day. <laughs> if you don't, and if you don't, then you're dumb because it, like you say, and I, you know, it sounds trite every day. There's literally... You should learn something every day. I try and learn something new every day, which is why I've sort of branched out into some goats and some bees and whatever the case may be to continue that learning process. But I think as a new uh, tradesperson, that's what you got to be looking to learn something every single day. Any websites or resources that you could share that you think new plumbers could go to to you know, there's so much information on internet. Some that stick out to mind to me that are doing just a great job for the plumbing trade in particular is uh, uh, mechanicalhub.com. Uh, they have lots of just great information and articles that are help, you know, uh, new techniques, new products. They do a great job. Of course, uh, you know, Rigid is cutting edge tools. If you want to see what you know what's what you'll be working on in the future, or what you will be working on as a tradesperson, then you should go to you know Rigid and look into the the tools that they're developing. That I guarantee you, if you're a plumber, one day you'll hold in your hand and and uh, and use. So 
like you say, I could probably list off 20 of them, but those are the couple that just spring to mind and um, that are doing a great job out there for, for, and you mentioned them at the beginning, learning and missteps is doing a great job and exposing some of the, what's happening in the trade. So, and you're doing a great job. I think it's awesome that you guys are taking time out of your day to, to benefit the trades. Thank you. The, the trades have benefited me. Uh, I'm almost ready to give back. Not quite yet, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm still trying to get some kids out of my house. <laughs> understood. 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 How, how, how long before they're ready to branch out on their own? I have, I have two that are out. Okay. I have three left. I suspect the the next two will be out within the next couple of years. I suspect. Okay. If you're listening to me, you got two years to get out of my house, you little fuckers. <laughs> and then my youngest is like 14, so she she's around for another, there you, you know, go. probably six years or so. We'll see. <laughs> but I can handle one. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. There's that's the yeah. Yeah, I put it. I put in my 25 years. Actually, my 28 years. It's time to, wow. you know, taper off a bit. <laughs> yeah, well, you have, you have. But you know what? You'll probably miss them when they uh, when they when they're all gone. You know, it's crazy. It, <laughs> I won't lie to you. It, they're you know, even with two of them gone, there are moments where the house is quiet and lonely, and I'm like, wow, this is just. It's unnatural that there's nobody fighting or screaming or singing or playing the piano whatever the case may be, it's, you know, it's just quiet. So it, the change is, like we said, the change is coming. Gotta get um, used to change. I, I'm excited about it and terrified by it at the exact same time. Understood, understood. I'm sure you've done a good job raising them, so I'm sure <laughs> fine. <laughs> Depends on the day. You know how it is. <laughs> as long as it's not Monday or Friday. <laughs> right, Monday or Friday, just stay away. The middle of the week's not bad. But the beginning and the end is a disaster. <laughs> well, Bob, I am so grateful for your time. I really enjoyed this. Uh, Bob, can you share how people can find you on social media? Uh, sure. We're, we do most of our stuff on Instagram at Baker Plumbing. We're obviously on LinkedIn. Bob Baker and, and Baker Plumbing is there. And I mean, you can Google us and all of our, it's, a, it's the beauty of it. You type in Baker Plumbing Calgary and all of our social feeds and our contributions to the web miraculously appear on those lists. So we'd encourage you to follow us. We'd encourage you to ask any questions that you've got or we're not as mean or as grumpy as we look. So well, I, uh, I can attest to that. Bob was a blast <laughs> this evening to uh, chat with you. Uh, folks, please follow Baker Plumbing on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. They've got some great content. Check out the farm and the goats and um, Bob, thank you so much for your time. I really enjoyed it. I apologize for the snafu. Uh, <laughs> but like I said, everybody needs a rehearsal to make it even better, right? There you go. I, I, go. I think it went better this time. Second time. <laughs> <laughs> Bob, thank for sure. you for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Skill Stadium. It would mean so much if you left a review on iTunes and told your family and friends about the podcast.